Hello, everyone, and welcome to Real Conversations. It's a space where we discuss the important issues around the country, a space where we tackle the toughest issues that affect the African-American Latino minority community. Uh, my name is Anthony Ellis, and I have my wonderful co-host, my co-host who is here, Miss Cassandra. How are you doing? Good, how are you? I am doing, I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. And I just like to say, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Great. And I think we have a special guest that is going to be joining us in our conversations. Um, his name is uh, Miles. Um, unfortunately, we won't be able to see him, but we do have him on the line. So how are you doing, Miles? I'm hanging in there, man. Enjoying this weather, by the there. way? Yeah, I was born in this weather. Matter of fact, uh, 15 days ago was my birthday. Oh my goodness. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Um, just want to say that um, last season, last year, um, we talked about a variety of issues from social justice. We talked about the power of the vote. Um, we also had a poet that was there with us. Um, it was an amazing year. I think the outcome was in our favor, as you can see that um, the president of the United States is now Joseph Biden. Um, he was inaugurated last week on a Wednesday. I know that everyone hopefully is very excited to have Joe Biden in as president of the United States. Um, but for this episode, we're, we're gonna take a trip back in time. We're going to talk about the Trump administration. And I know that everyone here can agree that the Trump administration was probably one of the darkest moments in history, which started the time that he went down the escalator and won all the way up until the time where there was that big, huge raid that was in the US Capitol. So, Today, what we're going to do is we're going to focus on what happened during that time. Um, what did we learn from it? We're going to look at it in a couple ways. Um, we're going to talk about it as in uh, race relations. Um, also, we're going to talk about it um, in a church, how it kind of, how, how the Trump presidency affected the church. Um, also, we're also going to talk about how it affected us as individuals, like me, Cassandra, Miles, how did it affect you? And what did you guys see out of the Trump administration? So this is gonna be a topic that we're gonna be talking about today. Now, again, we may not get to all of it because we only have about 30 minutes. So I wanna get right into it. Y'all ready to get into it? All right, let's do this. All right, let's do it. All right, so one of the biggest things about the administration, obviously, of the Trump administration was, especially when it comes to race. Um, I think I can just say that if there hasn't been any division, more division that happened in this country, it was under, definitely under the Trump administration. Um, so before I give out my thoughts about it, um, I want to hear from each of you in or in accordance to race, 
What do you think about how Donald Trump handled race relations? Any of you can go first. Ladies first. All right. Um, I think he was doing really badly. The reason why I say that is because um, he doesn't like people that are our skin color. Also, he caters to himself. He wants everything to be about him, his golf course, his hotels, you know, everything that he has. He wants it to be all about him. He doesn't care about anybody else. Okay. Um, so you're saying that he basically, it was all about himself. He didn't really, only just about himself. Okay. All right. Um, Miles, I'm going to let you go ahead. Okay. What I get at, what I get at, the bottom line with Donald Trump is, well, being that I'm, I'm in my sixties, I know he's been that way all his life. So what he did what he did, what what his administration, what he was allowed to do was to prove to every white American that racism still exists. Because, see, we all knew that, but nobody believed us. Right. It's not happening. It's not real. We're just imagining this stuff until we saw what just happened in these past four years. All the name-calling calling people some SOBs and we know who they call SOBs all the time. African American mm-hmm. and brown people. Mm-hmm. A whole countries with as that Africa. Yep. And all that uh and another thing was didn't make sense too. Well when he lied about everybody when they kneel down, they disrespect the flag. That's not a, that's not the truth because and the Marine Corps and the Navy, they always they always kneel down next to the flag. And it wasn't about the flag. It was it was how how black people and brown people in this country is being treated by the police officer. Even when he made that speech, okay, so what if you bump their head when you put them in a car, rough them up a little? See, when you talk like that, you give these officers the right to do something that we're trying to stop them from doing. And when you see cops just shooting black and brown people all day long and they don't do anything about it, that's what that's what we're talking about. Now, you heard what he said when they had the uh, Black Lives uh, 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 Matter uh, uh, protest? Yeah, and when I remember that the, very well. Came up, they came up to the Capitol. He said if they would have came any closer, came over the fence, they would have been hit by a vicious attack dog uh, they never mm-hmm. seen before. And our, that remind me of Martin Luther King days when they put mm-hmm. when they attacked little kids with them dogs back then. Now, if that mm-hmm. ain't racism in America, what is? <laughs> and not only that, when he went over there and did what they did before he could get that photo op, standing in front of the church, and he held a Bible upside down. Obviously, mm-hmm. the man didn't know what he was doing. I look at it, that was a sign to everyone in this country to, to prove what we've been talking for hundreds of years, how this country treats people of color. 
Mm. Absolutely. And I think um, just to add along to that, um, I, 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 I see it the same exact way how you see it. Um, I think that racism has always been here in this country. I think mm-hmm. that Donald Trump just gave him a huge megaphone. So now you have, I mean, now you have Donald Trump who's saying, I think if I go back to, where is this? In Charlottesville, when they had that protest exactly. with, the, with the far right group, um, they were talking mm-hmm. about how white supremacy, KKK, um, saying that that it's on, in that press conference that we were talking about, it's fine on both sides. So basically he's saying that white supremacy groups, white nationalist groups, KKK, all those people are okay. They're all, you know, there's nothing wrong with them. So, I mean, immediately I just said to myself, well, here we go for the next four years. I mean, this is who he's supporting. And I think another example I can give as well was when he was talking about the Proud Boys doing that debate. Here was the key word that he said. He said, when when they asked, what do you think about the Proud Boys? And the first thing he said was, stand back and stand by. When he said stand back exactly. and stand by, that immediately got people to understand that this that Donald Trump is a racist. He doesn't, I mean, that mega cap that these people wear, the red hat, I said, that's a sign of white that's that's a sign of white supremacy. So all this, Donald Trump for four years, all we knew was he is a racist. We knew that. I knew that. I knew that all along since he'd been living in um, New York City for years. I mean, even his um, <laughs> father was a racist. So, I mean, the way of how he treated um, tenants or how he treated people in these apartments. So, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, this wasn't new to me. We all knew that this was going to happen. So, um, but you yeah, see what, absolutely. You see what he did about them, the, uh, the Central Park uh, uh, rapist case when he put that pump ass about hang them, kill them kids, and they was innocent. He never apologized for that. Right. And then not only that, when he said stand back or stand by on national TV like that, and what he did down in Charlotte, the same thing about good on uh, both sides. And then all of a sudden when they when the Republican Party got together to look, man, you need to tone it down. Then he come back and say, oh, I didn't mean it like that. But mm-hmm. he did. His true color yeah. come out. But when you allow, but see, the Republican Party allowed him to continue to act that way. Mm. Yeah. And they, they still acting that stop. way now? Mm-hmm. Well, see, one thing still... he had gone for. Okay, go ahead. And one thing I want to say as well is that these GOP people as well are as racist as he is um, because they had exactly. plenty of opportunities to denounce him. But even now to this day, I mean, like Ted Cruz, all of them, I mean, you have so many GOP members that want to assassinate so many young Democrats that are, that are in office now. So, I mean, it's just... He just basically was kind of like the light that ignited the fire. And now it is spread out, not just to him, but now it's all in the GOP. Just like he did when he told them, 
when he said, we're gonna, I'm going to walk down to the Capitol with you. And what he did, soon they started, he got in that car and left. Yep. He went to the White yep. House, sat there and watched what's on TV, and then two and a half hours later, then he's going to uh, y'all need to stop, go home and all that. He knew what was going to go happen. Mm-hmm. And he that knew. He, he knew. And that, but why, he, uh, why did he make it happen, though? That's what I think. Well, like, because God gave you a brain. Why don't you use it? Well, see, Donald Trump's scared of what's going to happen to him after he get out of the White House because New York is after him. The tax, his, his taxes, his lying, his cheating, they all coming after him. And he noticed. Mm-hmm. And he always was taught not to be a loser. And the fact that you would send him, because he tried to disrupt what, what was a, a reality here. You know that now. See, this is where he got all his fame from. That that TV show he had, The Apprentice. He had a lot of views on that, and people followed him for years with that. And they still follow him. See, but when you lie to him, like they said, if you keep telling somebody a lie for four years, they'll believe it. Right. They believe a lie is the truth when the truth is a lie. Now, what I don't get is this. He talked about how. 80, 81 million people going to vote for Joe Biden. They make it sound like, wait a minute, the other 200, the other 280 something million people in this country is not going to go out there and vote. Only 74 million. Like the rest of them are going to sit around and say, hey, what the heck? We ain't going to vote. Mm-hmm. And, they've been, and they've been doing paper voting for years. Now all of a sudden it's a problem. Yeah, you see what he did with the post office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw well, what he did with the post like, office. Like they said, you say a lie, and people you keep keep repeating it. People will believe it. It's, it's the lie is the truth. Right. Exactly. And look at what happened now. I mean, now even to this day, um, you can see if we could take it all the way up to right now, you have um, people in the um, GLP. They're trying to now figure out the ways of how to overturn elections um, because mm-hmm. obviously they couldn't do it in this. I mean, they tried to come up with all these lies, all this BS about, well, it's a fraudulent election. Now they're telling you it was the whole voting system. That's all fraudulent. So now they're trying to figure out, they got a couple, I mean, they got two years to figure it out, but they're eventually going to figure out a way of when it comes to next future elections that if they don't get their way, that I'm going to try to overturn it easily. Or what can happen as well is I can wait to midterm elections. And then once the GOP tries to regain the House and the Senate, they can make some makeup argument, try to impeach the president, then to try to get, do like a I got your back. So trust me. This is far from over. I think Trump basically right. has now been that disease that now the GOP is now, because the GOP is just completely just racist and they kind of lean off the rocker. So, um, but I want to move on a little bit here and kind of, this is kind of like on the same wavelength. Um, and I know mm-hmm. Cassandra, we talked, we talked about this before. 
um, in one of in our first episode, uh, one of the biggest factors as well in the Trump administration is the division of the church. I think that's one of the biggest divisions that we have seen. Um, obviously, if you kind of look about it, you have two types of churches. You have the white church, which is the conservative church, which is called the white church, or kind of made up of white, you know, those type of ideas. And also, you also have the minority, the black church, where it's mostly mostly which is the ones that mostly voted for Biden, which basically mostly the progressives and the liberals. So now what's going on is that now you're seeing this huge wedge in the church between conservative church and the progressive church. Um, I don't know if you see it that way, uh, Cassandra or Miles, what do you see from this Trump administration? From the Trump administration, um, since Biden won, I think. Excuse me, I okay. think that it's in a progressive black type of way, because Biden won. But in terms of Trump, I think that he would go with the white church. Um. Okay. Um, but I'm, I want to kind of pinpoint like one things have you noticed about talking about the Trump administration, like how had there been, and maybe you don't see it that way. Do you see that there was a big like That's division? Oh, it's okay. That uh, there's a big division between the. That's okay. Between the progressive conservative church and the progressive church or white church and minority church, black and brown church. Do you see any division? Yes, I see. It's more, the division is leaning toward the minority. How about okay. you, Miles? Oh, uh, yeah, that's that, yeah. What do you think? For me? Yes. Yeah. Okay, the way I see it is this. In this country, uh, white churches, not all of them, but majority of them, they believe they rule. Is their way or the highway. Mm -hmm. Now, black churches, we ain't trying to take everything. We just want to be treated as equal as as, as possible. We, you know, we want we want to be treated decently. But when you got these white churches that goes around and saying that. This is the way it's supposed to be. This way, is, this it is. And you got somebody like Donald Trump in charge, and you give them the power to go out there and say what they want to say, and it's wrong. Because they don't, white America do not want to share this country with anybody. They truly believe mm -hmm. this country belongs to them. And when you got these churches acting that way, it, it makes me wonder, what kind of Bible are they reading? Yeah, they get the same think, exact way think, you are. They think that Jesus, yeah, I don't think they think that Jesus is yeah. white, but he's not. He's black. That's a whole other topic. But yeah, but yeah. But, the problem is with this is they think that 
they they think their Bible is right and everybody else's Bible is wrong. And I don't know what Bible they reading mm-hmm. because when you know you're supposed to, you your Bible tell you to help those who need help, but not turn on them. You don't treat people right. that way. Exactly. If I don't agree with you, if we don't agree with each other, okay. We don't have to agree to each other, but she'll still show me some love and respect, just like I show you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that one of the biggest issues when we're looking at church is um, just the fact that, and I hate to say this, um, is that a lot of times I believe that the conservative church, and we're not saying all churches, we're saying a majority mm-hmm. of them are tied to white supremacy. And the reason I say they're tied to white supremacy is because is let's just go back to to all these um, after George Floyd, you had all these protests that were going on and Mm -hmm. you see like Black Lives Matter out there. I don't know how the word Antifa got into it. I don't even include that in in the conversation, but the way of how people are out there protesting, most of them were doing it silently. You have a one or two or three that might get a little bit violent, but even though sometimes I think some of it could be these white supremacy groups that are kind of in the mix, but mm-hmm. doing these conversations, even some of my friends that I've talked to, they're saying, oh, well, these are Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization. All oh, these people are violent. They don't know what they're doing. Anybody who supports Black Lives Matter needs to um, don't know about is uh, is unchristian, and you need to this and that mm-hmm, and the other. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's like that. What are you talking about? Because a lot of these black progressive churches, these black churches, talk a lot about what talk a lot about racism and lots what we've been doing. I mean, if you go all the way back to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. All these protests right. that were going on. I said, so what is that to you? Is that a violent protest? Is that a terrorist protest? So are you calling his movement now all of a sudden a terrorist? A terror? Are you calling all of us terrorists? Um, so even me, as I'm a NAAC, I'm I'm part of NAACP in my area, and all these marches, all these things that you're doing, and now I'm feeling offended because now you're telling me that what I'm doing is completely wrong. And most of these churches think that way. So that's where I'm coming from. This what amazes me is I always thought that no matter where you at in this world, you could walk in any church and pray. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have no problem, even as all white people. You could be able to come in there and be welcome. But when you come in there, they look at you like you owe them some money or you lost your mind. Yeah. What are you doing here? This is not about, I'm like, wait a minute. This is not about me or you. I come here to worship the same man you worship. But they, they don't think that way. It's no. like you trespassing on they on they. I was like, wait a minute, let me ask you a question here. If you up here praying to God, and I believe in God, and you believe in God, why is it that I'm the one wrong and you're not? You don't allow me to come in your church and pray with you, sit down with you. I'm not welcome here. 
Right. Look at it. Look what's happening now. You got white. You got white people now fighting against each other. Just today on CNN, C-SPAN today, they had this talk in every morning at seven o'clock, and the white people was on there talking. The Republican people was on there talking. Well, they treat us like we bad people. They calling us names and everything. And the first thing that came to my head was like, now you know how we felt as black people. Yeah, we get called names every day. Mm-hmm. By by our own color, by you, we get treated like like garbage by you, our own people. But when somebody turn on you, all of a sudden, we the ones are crazy. We lost our minds. We don't understand. White yeah. American need to understand what really racism truly is and stop hiding behind it and face it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I think that um, one of the biggest issues is, again, the previous administration, all Mm -hmm. of it was just white supremacy. And you still have even some of my friends that, you know, which I don't even talk to anymore, is that, you know, you guys are just so into your racism that you guys don't even look at yourselves in the mirror and don't realize what you're doing. I right. mean, the fact that's is that the, that's go just ahead. I'm sorry. Me calling me up on the phone. Hey, Cassie, who'd you vote for? My response is, "Why the heck should I tell you?" You know, and then, mm-hmm. like, "Oh yeah, well, you, you and I are friends, right?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, we are," but like, you, it's key, it's to myself. I keep it to myself, and God, I don't tell you. I don't well, know why they asked who you vote for. People want to create arguments with me. Don't do it. It's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people try to get a rise out of people when people ask. Right. And you have to kind of tell them, it's like, well, I'm not. I was like, well, first of all, we both not. We already know when we both chose two different candidates. So why am I going to tell you that? I right. mean, you're trying to come up with an argument. I mean, what, pro- what, what point are you proving? I mean, mm-hmm. that's how I look at it. So, um, so another you thing know that what really look... go on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right, I just, I just say one one thing right quick. A couple of things that happened that they don't talk about anymore, like the uh, the school shooting, the guy who shot them people down at the uh, the mall, and the guy who was at the casino shot them people in that crowd down there. Mm-hmm. You don't hear them talk about that, but they talk about Black Lives Matters like it's a it's like it's a negative, negative thing all the time. Look what happened yeah. in the summertime. Yeah, but you what you talk about a man who stood on a uh, a balcony and killed killed like twenty something people, mm-hmm. and these kids running around here with these guns shooting up schools and stuff. But yet you leave that on the back burner. When we bring that up, it, oh, it's not an issue. It never happens. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I think uh, Sandy Hook Elementary. Yeah, and I was about now, to say where was the president? Yeah, where was the president on that? He didn't care. All he said was, I think all he said was what? Thoughts and prayers? I just going to give mm-hmm. thoughts and prayers. And then it's like, and then you're still not dressing the situation. Um, and the thing was like getting these military style weapons out of out of access of these these killers and most of these killers are white so i mean and the first thing i always say is that oh so if it was a black person who did this 
then it'll become, oh, we need to get those weapons out of their hands now. We need to put gun control right now. But if it's a white person who does it, hey, it's okay. He has the right. He was just mentally crazy, probably played too many video games. I'm like, okay, really? Seriously? Are we still going to go in that direction? So, I mean... Like the guy... Like the shooting in Colorado when they when he shot up the uh, movie theater, and he came outside. The cops took him in. Ain't no harm to this kid. And look what mm-hmm. happened when the guy shot up the church down there. They took him to McDonald's and fed him. Yeah, yeah. And you know if that would have been a black kid or a Spanish kid, they would have blew him away. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how people you treat people different. This man just shot up a, a movie theater full of people. And you try to talk him down, okay, we're going to get him shaking. And the other guy shoot up a church. In God's mm. house, he walks in there and shoot up people. And you take him down the street and feed him? Dad, double look standard. What happened in, That's... Yeah, look what happened in Michigan. When they when they stormed Michigan, they came in there with shotguns and stuff at the uh, down at the city hall. And a cop ain't do nothing to them white people. Mm, nope. Not one thing. Not one thing. And the young boy who shot the people, like the young boy who shot the people at the rally, or what Donald Trump said, oh, he was defending himself. He walking down the street with a shotgun past two cops, and nothing happened. Mm, Yeah, sad. That's what that's what what people are. That's what people saying is wrong with this country. You you see, we see this, but you look at it like it's no problem. This is what white America Mm -hmm. look at. Oh, it ain't no problem. Exactly, exactly, and I don't even have to bring up the insurrection at that happened exactly. two, what, three, four weeks ago, where they had all these people, exactly. like protesters. Where One person said, "Oh, they're Antifa." Yeah, where did they come from? Yeah. They come from? Came... That's what mm-hmm. I want to know. Well, I think we can say they were white nationalists. All Trump supporters came into the White House. Storm the Capitol, like things that we never seen before. Destroy Nancy Pelosi's mm-hmm. office. I mean, things like this we have never ever seen in our lifetime. But again, if it was a black person, or me, or you, or Cassandra, they'll be sniped. I said you'll be sniped before you even you would have never got foot. You would have never got that far. That that's right. They would have shot you. You've been down. shot dead in a second. They would have so, had. Matter of fact, they would have had. They would have had mad military out there then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So um, I know that we're starting to run out of time. There were some other topics mm-hmm. that I want to talk about, but I'm gonna save that. I think we pretty much now understand of how Donald Trump's administration has basically, basically have um, showed us show the world, I should say, of what America really is. I mean, we are a divided, racist country. Um, and he basically showed us who we, I mean, what America is. So now moving forward to the, um, now since we have a new president, um, Joseph L. Biden, I mean, what are some things that he is going to have to do to make changes? Well, from my from my standpoint, oh man, he's gonna have a. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna torture him all the way up to twenty twenty three and to the next for the next two years because 
they don't want they don't want him to do good because if he do good, all Donald Trump supporters are gonna start saying, "Look, hold up, he's doing better. He's doing good things," and they don't want that to happen because they know if they start losing some of them seventy four million voters that Donald Trump had, they know they're in trouble. They don't want unity. They don't want they don't want to share this country because if you think about it, Ted Cruz. Him and that dude, uh, Holly, that's his name, Holly. Mm-hmm. Okay, this guy up here doing fist pumps in the air after what happened. That's crazy. They running for office in 2023 and 2024. So they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna keep doing whatever they can to keep Donald Trump supporters happy. And they're going to give Joe Biden a hard time. And that's the sad thing about it. Mm-hmm. A hard time. And Fox News, Fox News and them, is, is, is going to make it even worse because they got rid of Donald Trump. And what they don't what they don't talk about is this: not all Democrats voted for uh, Joe Biden. Republicans voted for him too, right? So the, uh, exactly. But see, they don't Lincoln they don't project? talk about that. Yeah, the Lincoln Project. They, yeah, because they would say, "Look, okay, he did some he did some good things, but." His rhetoric, we can't, we can't have that in this country. We can't do that. You start acting like a dictator. Mm-hmm. And when you start acting like Putin, you're in trouble. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now that, they, now that the, their people died at this Capitol thing two weeks ago, people died. And they mm-hmm. want to sweep it under the rug. So let's move on. Forget about it. You can't do that. Because I guarantee you, if that, like you said, if there would have been some black people went in and then no four, no five people died, they'd be ready to put them away for the rest of their life forever. Exactly. Let that would have been let that would have been Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. And you got yep, this lady, Miss Green, and Miss Green talking about put a bullet in uh, what's her name head. Yeah. Shooting this person and, and then talk about coming to the Capitol with a gun on herself. You can't do that. No, cannot do that. And so he got surprisingly, a, he, got a, he got. Yeah, go ahead. He's got. He got the biggest problem is obviously you have the GOP. I mean, the first thing issue is one. They won't convict Donald Trump despite how wrong he was, saying that oh well he's out of office, so we shouldn't worry about it anymore. No, mm-hmm. he still created a crime. A crime was. He was the one who caused the insurrection that happened at the White House. Now, since he's out of office, everyone's like, all right, we need to unite. This is just dividing us. Forget about it. Let's all move on. Let's let Donald Trump live his normal life. No, because he did say that he's going to run again in 2024. And that is scary enough because at this point, even I think there was I forgot the guy's, the senator's name that went down to um, Malagro to talk to Donald Trump, figuring out the ways of how the GOP can regain the House and the Senate. So, I mean, this is all a game plan. I think oh, yeah, that- he, the, uh, he the head of the uh, Republican Party. Yeah. Is his name Shaney? Yeah, yeah Shaney. I yeah, think that's, that's what the, it is, yeah. Shaney. Yeah. yeah, he went yeah. down there to try to talk to Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. 
Donald exactly. Trump, Donald so, Trump knew what he did. Mm-hmm. Yep, That's his power right there. If he if he divide if he divides the Republican Party, he got he got mm-hmm. power over them because he got his voters. Yeah. He got but his see, core they voters. Be careful. Yeah, but they but but they better be careful because around twenty twenty three in two years, if they still divide it like that, that's going to be good for the Democratic Party because they're going to be splitting votes. Yep, it splits the votes, and then and that gives. Um, yep, Democrats can have even will have even more control, so it can really hurt them at the end of the day. So, um, mm-hmm. but um, uh, Cassandra, do you have any thoughts about? Um, um, uh, Biden administration, do, or do you think that there's going to be any unity or always just going to be more of the same or even worse? I think he's going to try to unite the country the best way that he can. Um, I think that since Biden is in office now, he's going to redo some things that Trump didn't do or like, for example, like he's going to make my employment, he's going to make my employment, you know, hopefully pass through Congress. Um, the COVID relief bill, he's going to do something with that. I'll be able to go back to work, which is going to be awesome. Um, Mm. He's going to do like a mass mandate, which is okay. I don't, I agree with it because we don't want anybody to get sick. You know, he's going to try his best to like help out the country. But do you think that the GOP is going to get on his side? Because, I mean, they're already not doing that right now. So, um, I'm not sure if the grand old party is going to be on the, um, the Democrat side, but hopefully something can happen where they could re- reunite somehow. Well, see, one thing about the GOP, the GOP party, they got a lot of uh, new young heads coming in there, and they're going to be stubborn. Because the yeah. older guys, they 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 on their way out and they stuck in their ways. But for mm-hmm. the GOP party to get back together, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to join forces with the Democrats. Yeah. Because if they allow yeah. they allow this 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 Trump era thing take over their party, they're gonna be in deep trouble. Yeah, and it's gonna and destroy thing, that party. Yeah, and another thing we gotta we better not sleep on either it's the teachers the teachers union yeah because they've been hollering they've been hollering for more money for years and now they talk about oh we don't want to go back to school because of the COVID and all see they they mess around they could get their way to get more money more of this and that see this is their opportunity too to get a pay raise or more money and all that so you got to watch mm-hmm. these other organizations out there too that's sitting in the background saying, hey, look, this is our chance to do this and do that. You know, because you know how they always holler, oh, we want to get back to school and we want to do Yeah, but they're trying to get you back to school, but you're afraid of now all of a sudden you're afraid to go in there. Yep. No, we need and more think- money. We mm-hmm. it's all about it's all about money and power. That's what it's all about. And who got the power? They yep. think they run everything. Yep. So he got a well, lot he got of his hands He's got his hands yeah, full. A lot of people is going to be knocking on his door. And it's only been, this is only his second week. This is his first full week in office. Now this will be, I guess, will be the week two. So th- th- he's, he's got he's got his hands full. 
So, um, and again, now, right now, Democrats have a, a, a narrow majority. So, I mean, there's going to mm-hmm. be a lot of pushback, but Democrats have to, like, really going to have to really get it going. Because if they don't get it going now, they're going to see there's going to be a, there's going to be some problems down the line. So, they they also got to know. Yeah, not only that. Now, they're not going to work. <laughs> they're not working with you. It don't it doesn't look like that's right. going to happen. So, but now you got Mitch, anyway. Mitch, like you take Mitch McConnell. Now he's telling them GOP, look, don't go down that road. You know, don't listen to Cruz and them because it's going to mess us up. Because Mitch McConnell know that he know what's going on out there too. Mhm. Yeah. Now he might I be agree. Mitch McConnell might be a, a a stick of the mud, but when it comes to the GOP party, he definitely he definitely know how to run them. And he know what's wrong. That's why he didn't back Donald Trump. You know, when that thing came down at the Capitol, he like, no, I'm. Now you got Senator Graham. We don't know who who to trust for him. He don't know who he is anymore. <laughs> yeah. Now for the far as the police, now far as the police reform thing, you want to you want to get all that police stuff out. You got to don't go after the police. Go after their union. That's it. Yep. Because that's that's how you get that's the how police you get rid department. Of them. Yeah, the police department now is the new clan. They in blue uniforms now. And yeah. when you got these guys that's coming from other other states that been abusing other people, then you step from 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 New York to California, and then you don't let them know that oh, like the guy who did what he did to Floyd, mm-hmm. he should have never been on the force anyway. He should have been kicked off years ago. Yeah, been, but that's how that's kicked. how they do things. That's how they are. All right, folks. Well, first of all, this has been an amazing conversation. Um, I think that we all have learned that the Trump years have left a dark stain in America. Um, It basically has uncovered that pandemic that has been going on in this country since slavery, which is racism in America. Um, we also do know that Joe Biden is going to have a lot of work ahead of him, and I know he is not going to have an easy road. Um, first of all, this was one of the. Ep- um, first of all, I just want to say thank you to everyone for being part of this conversation. There's going to be plenty more conversations as we continue to do these podcasts. If you have any questions, any comments, or any suggestions for today's episode, please drop us a line. If you look below, it has our email information. Please um, email us. Um, You can also call us. You can also go to our Facebook page and look look us up, um, Conversations with um, Anthony and Cassie, instead of watching us. My name is Anthony Ellis. Where's Cassie at? There she is. What you do with what, what you do with Kathy, Anthony? Just you, you send her out there. Oh no, I, I was about to get to her. I was about to get to her. I was about to get to her. Um, Cassie, do you want to say any last words before we end? Yes, I just want to say thank you for everybody for listening. Thank you, Miles, for attending, and I hope everybody has a great day. All thank right, you. and we will see you next time. See you then. Okay, she's the new vice president. <laughs> <laughs>